0: Hey, everyone, we are back for another exciting rehearsal this week, and it's our 50th episode. Well, really, this is 51 technically, but it's our 50th episode part two. We are going to wrap up the 50 most exciting marching arts shows this year. We will find out what made Trish say.
1: Yeah, the West Coast folks in the 50s wearing their North Face Parkas, and you got the East Coast kids in the 30s wearing their hoodies. What do we do? What are we doing here?
0: And why Tom said. So,
2: right, I'm gonna give my age away here. But it reminds me of like Blockbuster. And you would go in and it's like Carl's picks.
0: All this and more. So get out on the field and we will see you back on the sidelines for this week's episode of On a Water Break.
2: Let's go. Set it up. Top of the show. Form, check form, cover down. run it back and we'll see you at the show
0: welcome to another episode of on a water break the podcast where we talk about everything you and your friends are talking about at rehearsal on a water break i'm jackie brown can you believe we have made it to 50 episodes well Uh, (laughs)
3: i'm excited i can't wait for 50 more Honestly. that's
0: right mm-hmm. Who, who's just
2: been a part a of all of 50 though who's been on everyone other than jeremy <gasps>
4: jeremy <laughs> not even jeremy i don't think no you're one right has. no you're right
3: <laughs> i think i got here around episode 22 i want to say it's been a while
0: yeah <laughs> well if you weren't here for the last episode first of all i encourage you to go listen to episode 50 because we talked about the top you know the first 25 of our 50 top shows this year uh but jeremy had this idea he's our producer to do the 50 i don't even know what you'd call this really our 50 picks you could say the most interesting the most exciting um you know just the picks that we have for 50 marching arts performances they had you to know be catching viral or just plain amazing
2: jackie it reminds me so right i'm gonna give my age away here but it reminds <laughs> me like blockbuster and you would go in and it's like carl's picks
4: yeah yeah
2: like oh my <laughs> Sarah's picks. and picks you're like yeah. mm, good call sarah
0: <laughs> memory unlocked yes so this is our host picks for this whole year of 2023 uh so, you guys have all picked, and uh, some of our listeners have made some suggestions, and mm. uh, but first, let's see who else on the sidelines this week, because we have Cynthia, hi! Bonsoir, hi guys. Ooh. And Trish is back. Hello, everyone. And we have Tom this week. Tom, I feel like I haven't seen you in forever. It has
2: been a little while, my apologies, but we're back and we're ready to rock and roll.
0: Mm. And Steven's here.
3: Happy to be here.
0: Um, and I have to say, one of my absolute besties is back.
5: Hi, Ashley. Hey. <laughs> I've missed you. <laughs> I've missed you too. This is always a good time. Glad to be back.
0: I uh, I'm excited to hear what your picks are too, because you know, we've kind of talked about our picks in like the group chat and you know, bringing you into this. I'm like, ooh, (laughs) what's Ashley going to say? So I, uh, yeah, it's truly, it's been an epic year. We've had so many interesting conversations and guests. Uh, From what I hear, our producers are actually planning something really interesting for the season finale. Mm. And then we're going to be back for season two with a whole new sound and look.
6: Ooh. So, and I'm going to expect, well, I'm just going to jump in because we sort of said this last week and I'm going to reveal like a little bit more. But everybody that, you know, is very familiar with the show. Hi, everyone. It's Jeremy.
0: Uh, <laughs> hi, Jeremy. Hi.
6: Hi, um, Jeremy. Hi, Tom. Um, everybody that's familiar with the show knows the iconic characters that we use mm-hmm. as our. Lovely photos instead of actual photos because some of us feel as though our cartoon portrays us in a much better light than maybe our actual photo does. <laughs>
0: mm-hmm. <laughs> Guilty.
6: <laughs> I know Tom is very pleased with his eyebrow in his um, in his in his caricature. That uh, is some
2: darn good work. <laughs> that is one fine eyebrow
6: that is one fine. i use that eyebrow quite often um um in in our in our social media stuff but just to let you know our artist is working on something for everybody in regards to those so Ooh.
0: Ooh.
6: yeah are we gonna have AI Snapchat
3: filters of our cartoon faces? <laughs> oh no.
6: Maybe you should maybe we should make it like your sticker for like your all of your instant messaging and all of that kind of stuff. Like you can make it your sticker and have different expressions. I mean, she is known to like give different expressions. If you all remember in the beginning, some of our early promos, Trevor had several um things that he was talking about that she brought in. Like she did a whole thing, so she's amazing. So I'm I'm super excited to see What she comes up with for season two, I'm not even sure that I fully know. So, Emily, if you're listening, like, I mean, I don't know, like, what's going on?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, this be fun. Um, yeah, and we're talking about doing some video for season two, and I'm just, I'm excited. So, uh, in honor of our final episodes of season one, we're going to start off with um our gush and goes and so if you were here last time uh like you were here for the last episode you know we did like a double gush and go situation and so basically like what is your your gush and go about like the podcast and like about the first season of the podcast how do you feel about wrapping that up and then uh what was your gush and go like just in general for 2023 like we're wrapping up this whole year so what do you want to gush about to end the season um so double gush and go time you get two gushes on this go cynthia you want to start us off
4: yeah sure i was thinking i was like i I have one but um no i think that on a water break needs to be more known. We need to share this because this those discussions and those sit downs are like so important and so relevant. So, I'm just happy to be part of it and um, and to have an extra little chance to toot my horn and do loss and translation where it we just go deeper into some meaning of some words and some little things here and there. Deeper com- not deeper conversation, but one on one. And if I can gush and go on one that is out right now, there's one that is out today with Litzia Rimiron. I'm sorry, I have a special mic and I I, I need to watch out about my peas in there. Um. Anyway, so mm-hmm. Litzia Rimiron is a Quebecer. She performed, she was the captain of uh, Boston Crusaders. She performed with the Pride of Cincinnati and this year she's performing with Alexis. And um we explored uh words she's just really good at helping people get along and and getting to know each other and fitting in and we didn't want to say fit in because it's i mean we all want to stand out but we're an activity where everyone needs to be the same right so Mm -hmm. we're talking about that so for people that are younger that are right now performing we're into staging mode for most of the independent i don't know for the the high school and marching men and all that but for winter I think it's a really interesting conversation that we're having right now. So go listen to that out. Episode five about adapt.
6: Sorry, I'm jumping in because I was editing the episode today, Cynthia. And I have to say like Cynthia's concept of this, of like one word and talking about one word as it relates to our activity and exploring it with somebody who's like had to really do that word. I mean, the word adapt is a very big word in our, in our activity for sure. And, and, and the, and Litsia, Litsia, is that how you say it? Litzia Litzia Yeah, sure. Um, She like spoke nothing, like spoke French and then came and had to adapt an entire new learning process of like, ca- I mean, they get into the counting, they get into like just how different it really, really, really is. So like, It's it's really fascinating and I encourage anybody like especially instructor wise to Mm. listen to it, because the way that she sort of talks about these world class, amazing designers that are like, you know, the cream of the crop top Mm. of the top of their game and how they like sort of helped adapt her into the group is really sort of inspiring in terms of like how you could take it and do it with your own group with a brand new person who even speaks English like mm-hmm. you know so it's like it's it's educational in that side of it but like it's just really hearing about her journey and like really exploring this word and her journey in this word so bravo 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 Cynthia like thank it's you. it's really a great little series that she's putting together so congratulations Cool, oh, thank
4: you
2: that's like a whole episode right there, you know. Uh, did you march with with a with a European uh, drum corps member, or did you teach anybody from Europe, you know? And and being from Boston Crusaders, I marched with a lot of Dutch people, and then uh. I got to teach in Boston when it started to change to a lot of like Japanese um, students. Yeah.
4: That that would be a
2: great episode.
4: I want to talk to everyone, anyone, anyone, everyone. And that's the other thing that Jeremy and I talked about. It's not just about... um, Uh, bringing a word and 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 translating everything and going deeper into it but it's everyone has a voice so yes I want to talk to the big names but anyone that has an opinion or an experience you can sit down with me and talk for 30 minutes I will make you talk there's no issue about that so (laughs) so it's it's just really really fun and interesting and um f- a fun fun fact the next episode i've been always asked like what's different because i'm international what's different what why are you different and i'm like i don't know i'm the international one so i don't know what's different <laughs> and we're gonna interview an actually american person that marched in montreal so now that person will be able to tell us what's different <laughs> that's awesome. cool tom
0: what do you want to talk
2: about it's been awesome having a place to geek out with other geeks about this activity. Uh, the staff where I work and all that, you know, we've known each other for so long and we get tired of talking to each other about it. And you mm-hmm. kind of lose like that spark a little bit here and there, just trying to clean the show constantly and educate the kids. It's it's fun to come on here and be able to be excited about the activity again, to, to hear other people excited about the activity young Older than me, around my age, you know, that it's it's like we had Dan Smith on, which was such an awesome interview. The guy has seen so much from field level and continued still does. I mean, that I'm was so such a cool interview. Of course.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Uh and so you know, that's my gush about uh on the water bank. It's been just great meeting so many, so many like minded band geeks.
3: yeah and i agree tom it actually got me more into band like i've always been very into it but doing the show makes me like follow it even more closely and i actually have really enjoyed that a lot it's and like makes you pay attention to a lot more stuff than just drums i'm sure you relate to that so for sure
2: oh absolutely yeah it's like you know made that spark again it's also made me pay attention to many different facets of the activity yeah
3: yeah so I okay, share every sentiment.
2: And then my second gush is uh, it, it's got to be. Uh, can I say what my favorite episode was? I mean, uh, totally. It's got to be when I was right. Uh, and I said the Cavaliers were going to win drums.
1: <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> you sure were.
2: No, yeah, that was a that. great episode, though. <laughs> we were talking guns and who had them and, and they came out having them. So that was a cool prediction.
3: Yeah, you sniped that one from way early season. You were like, "Yep, this is happening,"
2: and it's gonna be tough again. I'm just saying it now, calling it right now. It's gonna be tough to get those guys again.
3: Well, I wonder, like, what are Cavaliers' battery auditions about to be like now? Like, right. it's gonna be crazy. It's gotta be. Right.
2: And I don't think they had many
0: age outs. So. Oh. Mm-hmm. But they're also going to be attracting like some of the best of the best who weren't on the line last year who were individually mm. best. And like, I don't know, man, that's going to be crazy. But then again, the Santa Clara Vanguard are back.
3: Mm.
2: All Rennick cool. and staff are back there, I believe.
3: Can't so count them attract
2: out. A lot of talent. Yeah, never count the Vanguard out. That's cool that they're back.
3: I'll give you my sleeper pick, though. I don't know if it'll be next year or two years, but I think that very soon, Crown's going to win a drum trophy.
2: That would be great. Man, they've had some really cool books over the years.
3: (laughs) I feel like now the front ensemble, I actually, a little bit later, we'll be talking about it some more, but that front ensemble is really good now, and it's it's just a matter of time.
2: Uh, They were very good this past year.
0: So, Ashley, since you're jumping in on us here what would you like to gush and go on about tonight
5: um so i think to start off with it's been really cool to be kind of in and out of this experience and both being on the inside and getting to see how everything runs and kind of getting to see everyone's faces has been really cool and connect with people all throughout the country And, um, you know, and and internationally, Cynthia, I'm so obsessed with your accent. I could listen to you talk (laughs) all day, my friend. It's so beautiful, but, um, um, oh my gosh, I have a brain fart because I'm pregnant. Um, (laughs) (laughs) sorry. Um, it's just been really fun and I really enjoyed being a part of it and, and getting to kind of meet everyone. Yeah. I and you my have favorite episode is <laughs> how ironic that the one episode, one of the few episodes that I was on, it was where we talked, like, it was about parenting while being a director. Mm. And, um, you know, with so many children that have come from me in such a short amount of time, I feel like that's so fitting. <laughs> <laughs> so there's that.
0: Yeah, I don't think you were pregnant yet. The last time you were on, and this is going to be your Fourth,
5: right? Yeah, it's also a secret. I haven't told like the uh. public, so you're welcome if you listen to this podcast.
3: Did you just do a baby announcement live on on
6: a water break?
5: I think so. <laughs>
6: That's a first. Hey, whoa,
5: holy moly!
6: Well, her water didn't break on this one. It's just a water <laughs> break that she announced it. Yeah,
2: she's not like holding it up by the. Said, Look
5: what I got, folks! It's still really early on. So we're we're pretty far from any any water breaking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um yeah, that's my gush. Oh, and if I'll go go ahead and do a quick plug, um, it's been cool kind of putting together it, observing the resources that are needed within the color guard community, especially as it relates to movement. I feel like that's kind of a large gap that hasn't really been filled. At least I haven't seen it. Um, so I am really excited to be launching a resource, a membership that's going to help anyone who has zero to no dance training. I'm uploading on a monthly basis, new technique exercises, new improvisation exercises, um, pre-done choreography that you can just take and kind of mold to what you need for your show. Um, It's, it's going to be launching soon here at the end of this month. Can you believe it's already November? No. But um, yeah, I just, I saw that there was a huge gap in, in the movement department of the color guard world. And I just, if I can do my part, I am happy to.
0: That's awesome. That's like the place where I personally even lack the training and resources to feel like I can actually do everything that you do because it, it just, you know, it wasn't there whenever we were younger, you had to actually like right. go to and I didn't have that resource
5: yeah and so. who has time to go to a dance class as an adult <laughs> who like you it's hard to find even a place that will offer an adult dance class you know so it's it's hard
2: you so, know. Trish- what, that's that's exactly why the activity is so good because like when I started and I'm old like Trish maybe around my age it was a magazine with pictures of showing yes. you counts of stuff. Yeah. And then slowly we started getting recordings at shows and things, video cameras, and now kids can become Jedi's by watching the internet. It's amazing.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
5: Yeah. The internet is mm-hmm. so powerful.
0: So Trish, I know you were here for our last episode and you kind of gave your gush, but do you want to do another gush for this week?
1: Sure. Um I think my um my favorite parts and I'm going to apologize for my voice. Um it's a little all of a sudden in the middle of the school day today I just realized I had no voice. Um I've had I'm a kindergarten teacher. I had Halloween Tuesday, a birthday Wednesday, and a birthday today. So it's, busy it's been yeah, it's been crazy. So I don't know what's going on. Plus, I was out in the cold at band last night. I don't know if that had anything to do with it. But anyway, so my favorite parts of on a water break for this year. I really, really enjoyed doing the DCA dish. I really enjoyed bringing that world to a lot of people who've never been a part of that world, um, kind of stopped after they aged out didn't know a lot about DCA, um, didn't know that there's a whole alumni component to it, all of that stuff. And just now, I mean, it was kind of a one and done because now we're transitioning to DCI all age, but, and that's also gonna be really exciting to see where that's gonna go. So I think we hit the ground running at the right time on that to kind of take it into the transition. but my overall gush and go for on a water break, I think would have to be the fact that um, we don't, you know, we don't really know. We A lot of us don't really know each other personally. Some of us do. But the fact that we can be so open and honest and candid with each other and with our community uh, to me is, I mean, we bring up a topic, we bring something in and I'm always sitting here like, should I go there? Should I go there? Should Mm. I go there? And we go there and it's okay. Mm -hmm. And -hmm. it's, and it's fine. And we have a really good, honest, you know, sincere open discussion about whatever the topic is and it's fine and it works and it's just so great. So I'm really proud of us for that. And I can't wait to see where we go with it.
3: Yeah. I think this week, what I'll gush and go about is, uh, well, we're getting close to marching band finals. Uh, I actually just had my last rehearsal and I'll have finals this Saturday. Um, so it's getting to that time of year. Thank goodness, because I can't handle the cold and I freeze oh. outside. <laughs> it was bad.
1: It was bad last night.
3: It was, it was bad. It mm-hmm. was bad. My kids just like. They don't know how to drum in the cold. And I don't blame them. Yeah, I, I don't know was, how to do it either. But like... It was
2: brutal. It was like, what, 57-ish, I think. Oh, oh no.
3: So we, we started
2: to get a little dew on the marimbas. You know, we had to wipe See, them down. It was, God. It was horrible.
3: See, but the bitter East Coast person in me thinks that I bet there are kids in California that still complain about it getting cold this time of year. Oh, Am oh. I right? But
2: yeah, they're in like a North Face down Parker. Like they're on, you know, Everest. Yeah.
3: Yeah, in it short. was like nearly below freezing, and we were rehearsing on the east. Meanwhile, coast, so. the east coast
2: kids who
1: we all told at Monday's rehearsal, guys, the weather forecast is going to be very cold Wednesday night, you know, bring layers, whatever. We're out there in hoodies, huh. yeah. So, no. yeah, west coast, couple, yeah. Yeah, the West Coast folks in the 50s wearing their North Face Parkas. And you got the East Coast kids in the 30s wearing their hoodies. That's what do we do? What are we doing here?
3: Uh well those California kids better get a get their hand warmers ready if they want to learn anything from the East Coast. <laughs> um, I think that uh maybe my my big takeaways from the year with uh on a water break. I like I've heard some podcasters say before that it's nice to do podcasts because then you actually sit down and you have like a really direct conversation. That's kind of we do more than one on one, but like very person to person and you're actually listening and talking about something, Um, which is really nice. I don't actually get to do that really uh with not about band with any of my friends, really, mm-hmm. at this point, because when we're doing band stuff, we're in the moment doing band things. We're not usually sitting around really like uh, just finding things to talk about in the activity. Um, mm-hmm. So I like that, and I'm really excited for what we'll get into next year. Um, I feel like doing these more video involvement, I feel like it it begs me to bring back Performer Spotlight. So mm-hmm. we will down. see...
2: The, the, the audience they get to hear a lot of the expressional stuff but some of us are quite animated like <laughs> myself maybe
3: <laughs> we're gonna have to get improved uh, internet connection though because i feel like we usually uh we pop these mics off from time to time to save the show
0: all right guys put your water bottles down and get back out on the field We'll be back in just a minute stick around we're going to start talking about our top 25 picks
6: hey everyone it's jeremy one of the producers from on a water break and i'm just here to tell you about some really great bonus content that we have going on on the rest of our podcast channel you should check out on a water break in rhinestones with your host lexi duda she has stories from twirlers all across the world Also, speaking of worldviews, we have On a Water Break, Lost in Translation, with Cynthia Bernard, who explores a word each and every time with a brand new guest from around the world, making sure that no one gets lost in translation. Check out other great bonus content as it comes out all the time here at On a Water Break. Okay, back to the main show.
0: All right, welcome back to the water break. And uh, we're gonna start just going through these shows. Cynthia, do you wanna kick us off here?
4: Yes, and for people that know me, I like things that are different and that are, yeah, I was just gonna say different. So this show is called Prime. It's the Northwest Independent Color Guard. They were in world class this year. They got a whooping, I think, 38.5 as a score. And um, the thing that is really interesting with this show is that there's a lot of people that talked about it, but not enough people that talked about it. Um, What happened is that they decided to change the, I don't want to say entire production, but the production during the rehearsal before prelims. Mm-hmm. so this program was uh, and, and I'm saying that as I I'm from my research right I'm not a big Colombo, but um, so they had a program during the season and um, they decided to just have fun beyond the spot beyond the moment the, the program itself prime is about going further than the the box itself it's about uh, doing more than the 27 points that we know, like what's in between what's even more and all that. And I don't know what happened. And I would love to have an interview with the director. I know that he probably got a lot of heat cause there's a lot of hate that happened after that production. He's speaking on like, he starts the show with him calling from UD ground to the, to the DJ saying like, don't, don't worry about the music. I'll control everything here. Like he speaks, he plays music. It's kind of in a three part thing. Um, I, 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 I'm saying this with all the interest I have about performance art in general. And, I think it's really interesting. I think it's a phenomenon that needed to be spoken more, what happened, how people received it, how people talked about it, how snub Mm -hmm. we were. Um, yeah. And a lot of people were about how, why were they there? And they have a right to do, they do blah, 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 whatever. What is color guard? What is not? What are they allowed <laughs> to do with that 15 minute that they paid for? I, it's just a really interesting conversation, I think. And I, I'm, I just think that we love to use words as pushing the boundaries. Sorry. like um, but pushing the boundaries, doing something different, blah, blah, blah. But when we are faced to it, how do you react to it? And so, so yeah, I think it's a very interesting, I find myself watching at color shows that are in the top 15. And after two minutes I stop because it's something I've seen kids are really good. They're great. I want to look at excellence and I'm at, but I, and I have close friends that I won't name that at, they start playing solitaire in the DCI finals because at a certain point, there's things that you've seen on and on. And this show, I watch it for the entire program and it's not for the quality or the excellence of the program. It's just the experience and what it Mm -hmm. should be. Anyway. So, so I think it's really interesting. It's in my top just because it's shaken and moved things without really doing it right there's not really anyone talking about it there's kind of uh, coming from a group that a rule wgi rule appeared uh, about something that we kind of done but didn't really do they kind of are going through that same thing like there's a rule that is now like they need you need to do a regional but they have done a regional like so so yeah so anyone knows the director i think it's brian Dutton. i would love my
0: absolute favorites oh my god do
4: if I know you, <laughs> If you can, like, I want to, I want to create a safe space and have a real deep conversation about experience experience because we need to be open. We need to be open about the harder things to go through the trauma that we go through in our, in our life and stuff. And I know for a fact that people were not nice, maybe not to space, but in general. And he knows that too. I'm not like, I don't think I'm coming out with that big thing. And people that are really open in general, I had people that were like, but what are they doing? And I was like, just, if you're not happy, go somewhere else. Like, so, so yeah. So I think it's really, really good that you go see this with a really open mind and, and analyze more of your reaction on how you treat the world and how you're really open, whether how you enjoy the program. Does that make sense?
0: Cynthia, I love so much that you're bringing this up. So, so, so much. Because seriously, it's, you know, after after being there with a team, mm-hmm. at like like we went to world championships in 2022 and, you know, we got last place in world class because all of the stuff that happened and then like to see him go through all of the stuff that he went through. And like, I talked to him, I've talked to him a few times since then. and It's like, yeah, yeah. This is a conversation that needs to mm-hmm. be had. So I'm good. Text him, right? We're done recording.
4: (laughs) Oh, yeah. And another thing that was really interesting is that there's another group, the drummers, I don't know the name of the group. DC's different drummers. Yeah. So they had like a similar score, like around the 38s or, or whatever. And they were applauded. And they were like, oh, my God, it was so cute because they're older, maybe. And they were taking pictures on their phone. And I was like, why is that more cute? I'm not saying it's wrong. I'm just saying, why is it more cute? Because they look like they're artists that want to create a moment and they are enjoying the moment as like they paid all of a a week of holiday to do like it's just it's the phenomenon that i
0: really think is interesting so stay tuned for this drama we are gonna we
5: are gonna dig into
0: this oh my
5: gosh
0: (laughs) uh ashley i want to know what your pick is
5: oh my gosh i don't know how i can follow up because (laughs) i think that's a really important message And, um, it really, gosh, Cynthia, you really did make me think like, it's stuff that you know about in the back of your mind, like be a kind person, be empathetic, Mm -hmm. be open. Um, and these are things like we think about in the back of our heads, but uh, honestly, I didn't even know that this was a thing that you said it was Northwest, Northwest independent. Are they from
0: Washington? They're They're from Missouri. Okay. Oh, really? I
3: don't consider that North or West. (laughs) <laughs> well
0: it's originally in northwest Arkansas. And okay. uh, oh
5: I see okay.
0: But they actually I oh I don't know. There's so much I want to talk about with them because mm. like it it is so much they actually did like virtual rehearsals for a, a huge chunk of the season. Wow. It was all well, they're from all over the place. So, Dude, so that's let's, we'll talk about that in another episode though. Okay. <laughs> <that's
5: laughs> okay, so um I have not had the time with three little kids to watch a ton of band, um, whether it's color guard or, you know, regular marching band. But I, I came across, um, Tarpon Springs from this year. And the second I watched it, I was just like, Oh my gosh, how cool the way that they come out in those Mm. tubes with the eyelashes. Um, it's just really interesting to kind of see how people take props and explore different ways to play with it um i kind of i i understand completely what you're saying cynthia when you talk about like when you watch the top groups you kind of start to feel like you're watching the same thing over and over again Mm -hmm. and it can be it can be easy to disengage you know no shade i think no is fantastic but i i understand what you're saying because essentially we're kind of watching the same thing but in different forms right Mm -hmm. Um, so, it's always cool to see how people take a prop and explore the things that you can do with it. And something as simple as a cube, you know, you can put different pictures on it, turn it different sides, you can be inside of it, you can hide, you can take performers away, you can add to the palette. It's just really neat to see someone take um, such a simple prop, but do so much with it. Um, conceptually, I just think it's really, really neat, really interesting. And it's such a treat because I don't get a whole lot of, um, I don't have a lot of bandwidth to sit around and, and kind of catch up with what's going on. So it's nice to, to kind of see, okay, well, let's see what's going on out there. Mm-hmm. And to come across such a, such a wonderfully programmed, um, show was, was really nice for me. And For I, sure.
2: Yeah. And you know what? Tarpon Springs is always doing something unique and fresh. And you know, people used to say marching bands take from drum corps. I'm sorry, that's really not the case. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think drum corps takes a lot from the marching band activity.
3: Yeah, as you were playing that uh, video on the screen, it was really cool. They do, like, such incredible visual stuff.
5: Mm-hmm. Yeah, which, even like, without the sound, it's just, like, so engaging.
3: Yeah, I hadn't seen this show before, actually, because I, I don't keep a close finger on BOA. Not as close as I should. Um, but I think, like, is the are the bands bigger in BOA than DCI?
5: I think it oh, depends yeah. on what classification.
3: Well, yeah, the but at the biggest end of it, I think they are bigger than DCI oh. can be, and I think like you can see that sometimes in the visual moments, they do some stuff that just like you couldn't pull off yeah. logistically in a drum. Yeah, you're corps.
2: talking two hundred fifty to three hundred kids out. There. Oh. oh yeah, oh. Van, okay. Van, <laughs>
1: Vandergrift is way bigger than a DCI core. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, they,
2: and and some groups are really good at staging that many people, and yeah, some groups aren't. <laughs> <laughs> but that's a that's you know that's a lot to stage and design for a that's a
0: lot player, of man. dots yeah. that, is,
2: that is,
3: man.
5: yeah so that it's is. cool to see how they take it away and then add them back in it's really neat
2: yeah yeah typer springs did a great job uh i want to talk about my favorite thing this uh marching season um matrix uh, world, world indoor percussion. Now, Ooh. usually they're pretty unique and they do something cool every year, but this year they took like equipment to a different level, they turned it sideways, and yeah. it was just yeah. such a cool moment. Yeah. I don't know that it got the respect it deserved at the time, but people are looking back at it now like. That was actually really, really amazing. And the show itself is great, too. It, it, uh, it's a great, great show. Um, and the group is great. Yeah. So if you haven't seen
3: Matrix
2: 20. Wow. That from is that awesome. Season, just get back in there and watch that show again. Uh, I think it might have been one of the crowd favorites, too. I can't remember.
3: It was a really good show. They, I actually wish they would bring back fan favorite, like, formally. Yeah. I don't know why yeah. they did away with that. <clears throat>
2: Um, well that's because everybody needs a ribbon and you know you don't want to leave anybody out
3: everybody except one group gets the same loser ribbon i think that's fair (laughs)
4: it's okay it's pretty even just one group gets special treatment yeah and do you know if there was any link with the concept for them to switch the marimbas physically or it's just a big good g moment
2: you know most of that stuff happens by chance. Yeah. They were unloading the truck one day and no one went sideways. Mm, I'm just be. guessing, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because when I marched Boston in 1995, we had the first prototype Ludwig free floater and we took the shell out. So it was just like bars and a top and bottom head. And people were like, there's nothing in the middle of your drum. That happened at a head change one day when we were like, let's just take them out for the fun of it. The mm-hmm. staff didn't know about it until later in rehearsal. They were like, uh, where are the shells to the drums? Mm. And it stuck the rest of the season. Yeah,
3: <laughs> yeah no, it's cool. I haven't seen a group. I, I It doesn't happen that often that someone really like messes with how the front ensemble plays like that. Um, yeah. I remember maybe the other time that sticks out in my head is when CWP did uh, Deconstructed in 2015. If you oh, remember right. that.
2: That was a good and show. They, yeah. Uh,
3: they took the like marimba keys off of the board themselves and just were like dangling them between two members while like someone in the front ensemble would play them.
2: Yeah. yeah that was a fantastic show. Oh. I think Cavaliers are probably one of the other groups that moved and highlighted their marimba players. Yeah. Not. And they were jumping off <laughs> them and things like that. I think yeah. I remember
3: that like uh, marimba featuring <laughs> like 15 when they were like spinning in circles, like spinning the marimbas around and members were playing yeah. on different ones and stuff like that.
2: Uh, there's yeah. a great little story about the year. Remember the Cavaliers had dudes hanging upside down playing tenors? Yes. Apparently that was, and this is a story I've heard from a reliable source, but a video <laughs> of that was sent to Mike McIntosh while he was off, off from rehearsal for a few days of the guys just fooling around. He responded with, it's in the show.
4: <laughs> do you know? Do you know what year that was? Oh, gosh, what
2: was the upside down tenor drummer year, Steve?
3: Oh, I don't know, because I don't think I remember it. I feel like it was a while ago, maybe. Because in, yeah. in, in,
4: in Quebec, and I don't want to say the group, because I'm going to be, you know, there's a rigid alumni that are going to be mad at me, but there's a group that had... It's kind of anything. yes track. you remember this? Yes. Yeah. It, it yeah. kind of looks like um, who did the the spinny thing this year? The what was it? Les Étoiles. Is that? I think I it's Les Étoiles. I that, think right? so. It's Les Laissez- I think it's Les Étoiles. And they were drummers in there. And they were doing a drum feature while spinning the drummers and pushing the prop on top of the oh guard girls, but <laughs> it was football fields, like regular football fields. So the wheels sometimes would be stuck and the girls would be stuck under the prop. Like everyone would worry about the drum, like the drummer themselves going, on. but yeah,
0: it's, it's. Steven, why don't you uh, give us your next pick?
3: Yeah, sure. So my next pick will be a uh, crown, Caroline crown this last summer, taking a look, especially at their front ensemble here, mm.
5: which.
3: <laughs> which I think I was just talking earlier in the show about this, but I think they are really onto something and the way that uh, this front ensemble like creates a new lens that you can view crowns battery from. Mm. I think that they have a very high ceiling now and they're going to have to build a program up. Um, like it's going to take a couple years of building up a, a culture and like a cleanliness within the drum line. But I, I, marched crown i i felt like crown was fantastic when i was there but i think like this is a notable like different product that uh i I think it has a lot of potential and i'm really excited to see what they do with it moving forward
2: you're absolutely right steven and and you know what i i'm not taking away anything from anybody else's front ensemble because at that level i I can't even fathom playing the stuff they're playing but i think the only other front ensemble really playing like the, the crown's pit now is, is Cavaliers.
3: Yeah. In my opinion,
2: in my opinion, <laughs> but, uh, yeah.
3: Well, That's we'll see stuff. when, uh, when the Rennicks come back around. Um, <laughs> I think that, uh, they, you can't, they have always made like the best, most refined front ensemble product like that I'm aware of in the activity. At least they've done that for the last five years. 10 years almost. So we'll see. I think that uh this this new crown thing is really creative and difficult, which it's like I always appreciated Crown for just its level of refinement. And I think they're gonna build that back up, but this level of creativity and difficulty is like something different to me.
1: Trish, why don't you go next? All right. So I'm gonna use my expertise to choose a DCA show. Mm-hmm and one that's near and dear to many of our hearts. Some of you have marched there. Um, Some of you have friends that are marching there now, and that's the good old Bolleros, and they're taking me to church production. Um, It's ironic because um, around the time that we chose our marching band show, which was entitled Cathedral, Then we found out that Hawthorne was doing this take me to church show and they're going to have benches. Oh no. And then they're going to have, Oh no. But um, (laughs) they, they really, they really did a great job with it. I mean, it was just really, really regal. And it was so cool because the first time I went to see them up in Shelton, Connecticut, the first show, um, they didn't have the costume change. So the, the decor was all in black, the whole show. And I was like, wow, what a really sleek nice look just look really nice and clean and sleek and dark and then the next time i saw them they had the costume change which was even more incredible so uh really just really nicely done just a nice uplifting show that i
4: thought was really great really different for cabs too in general definitely definitely yeah. no yeah really good
3: <clears throat> it's nice to see a big full sized dci all age core
4: yeah now. right
3: um because there's there's not a lot of it it's really hard to fill out a uh, dci all age dca group whatever you want to call it um so when you see a big full drum core out there that's like what east coast re- weekend band aspires mm-hmm. to be
4: So we also have a pick from Whitney, who's one of our hosts also, and everyone must know this show, the Tarpon Spring, Tarpon Spring, that, Tarpon Spring Show, um, The Essence of Cool, I think, with, it's a color guard, but there was live music on the field and that just gave it a vibe, didn't it? Right, and so the drum set, there was a saxophone, like, look at me, look at me saying music instruments here. Um, <laughs>
3: <laughs> it's funny because like, this is a show that I really do remember. And yeah. it's just because my stupid drummer instrument brain is like, "Ooh, there's a band in this one. <laughs> mm.
4: <laughs>
3: but it was super cool. This is a great show.
4: It is. And they made the kids dance and and it was just really, I mean they always have good programs, right? Probably all year round on in all spectrum, but they they were a fan favorite. We're going to call the fan favorites now. If W doesn't do it, we'll do it. <laughs> yeah we should
3: we should hold a vote online and give out a fan favorite award.
0: <laughs> I mean, we could. <laughs> Cynthia, did you have one you wanted to talk about too? Yeah, well, it hits
4: home, obviously, but Lazy Clips, uh, Breathe In, Breathe Out this year was just a very um, interesting program. I was part of it at the beginning of the season, and um, and they just did a really good job. I think one of the things that was interesting this season is to see smaller groups make it to finals, and, and there were 10, but we saw five, we saw a group of five, we saw a group of eight um to show excellence and i mean i don't know if it's the same for you guys but the year after covid we had all the kids that were mad that the season was over and now recruitment is hard it, the groups are so to see a group with uh a lot less kids on the fo- on the floor but still really good effect with um there's a lot of stuff happening right now <laughs> There was no drum set in this show, (laughs) but, uh, but no, I think it's just, it was just, it's just a bridge to say that, um, you can do things really interesting things with smaller groups, um, and they can go really, really far and the show was good. And the other thing that I think is an interesting is making finals is something now maintaining your spot in finals, especially in a class is not easy. Um, and for this program in particular, design team, I, so I was a designer of the year prior, which was the golden ratio, but I, I'm saying I, but it's a, I vote, it's a team of people. And then it switched last year to brilliant, uh, designers and choreographers, uh, Laurence, Roxanne, I'm, I'm not going to name their names or they know who they are. They, were, they really do a good job, but, um, But yeah, I think it's really cool to see smaller groups going far in finals and, and we should be open to this because they can be excellent.
0: So, uh, first talking about smaller groups and talking about like bands that don't get the spotlight super a lot. I want to shout out my pick this week. I don't have a video of mine, Mm. so we're just going to like shout them out, um, because they were. I don't know, they just caught my eye and they caught my heart. Uh, The Shawnee Mission North High School marching band here in Missouri, um, they did a show called Unto a Rose. And when I tell you this color guard, they have captured so much of what we strive for with color guards as far as like dance technique, performance quality, and like like really, really getting that performance quality up to the box. And, And it's just like, it's something you really can't teach. You know, Mm. it's one of those things that you really just can't teach. Like the performers have got to have it there and, and they, they just have done such a great job with that. And I really love that about their program. And I'm, I'm hoping that their equipment skills are going to catch up to that because they're seriously going to be like, like they're going to be unstoppable Mm. with that combination right there. They're just they're going places and I've really watched this program over the years kind of ebb and flow and I think this this whole like thing they're doing with dance technique and they've got some incredible dancers and gymnasts on their on their guard and and then and then on top of that they've got this this show design that's just so relevant and so it's called Unto a Rose and it's sort of about this like I don't even know how to explain this like this life journey of like love and loss and all this sort of stuff so it's They're really hitting on some cool stuff. So love, love, love them. So I just want to give them a shout out. I tried to find their video Mm. on YouTube and there just, there isn't a video. There's, there's like past videos, but that's it. Anyways, Steven, if you want to do your next one.
3: Yeah. Yeah. So I'll introduce one of our great co-hosts of the show, Trevor's pick for the year uh this being mandarin's 2023 center Man, which he had a big part in the development of mm. i believe he is the low brass coordinator for the mandarins um but this show was just like oozing to me um i don't know if i've seen so many like uniform changes and different uniforms in a show which uh just like, the whole color palette, too, I find so satisfying with the whites, the dark reds, golds, blacks. Mm-hmm. Um, just a really cool, fun show to watch. So well designed. Um, really, I think, indicative of, like, the trajectory that Mandarins has been on yeah. for a while now. Um, as they're starting to, like, really realize, like, hit a realization of these ideas they've been developing. And these, uh like consistency and quality of performers they've been developing for uh the last couple years so uh you can see it's starting to pay off i feel like the trajectory is still up i don't Mm -hmm. know where they could go from here but people if i was marching age i would be thinking about it because i would look at it and i would think like that's gonna be a fun tour that's Mm -hmm. gonna be a great show i'm gonna go to california Mm -hmm. i don't know they they're very much so on the up I like Trevor's pick that year mm-hmm. um, my pick uh, another pick of mine I've given several is uh, RCC 2023 for WGI percussion uh, their show was called Home uh, this moment that we're playing here I, I've been trying to select stuff that's really great for the front ensemble make sure they get their dues here uh, but this whole show is so artistic um, like I I uh, I think it's an excellent example of a show that really, really considers itself art and deserves to be called so. Um, it's not just like a drumline product. It's not just doing band the way we normally do. It really was visually artistic. Um,
4: and where are they from?
3: Los Angeles, California. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, Riverside city college is mm-hmm. the abbreviation for RCC. Um, but they're fantastic. They're a, uh, name like keep stake, whatever the right phrase would be. I'm not finding the right phrase, but they're a long-term household name for a WGI percussion. And you can tell that that staff is like 15, 20 years in down the rabbit hole of like developing world-class drumline products. Um, Cause you can see like the mastery of their craft as they put together something artistic and entertaining.
4: If I can (laughs) go with another pick, can I, (laughs) Yeah, I really liked this year. Uh, kids keep Kiski with what's the full name of the show. It was the poppy. Oh, let me find it. Let me, we'll find it. We'll find. And then I'm pretty sure that's. People are listening and they're screaming at their radio, being like, I know this show. <laughs> um Beware of the Poison Puppy from kiss kiss K- <laughs> High School. kiski High School. They seem they I don't know how old they are. They seem really, really young, no. but they're so, so good uh world class with the puppy the the poppy. flowers coming come what is it poppy
3: i thought it, you said puppy like a dog no, not
4: puppy. <laughs> <I> thought, <laughs> the poisoned puppy I, was oh. like, I didn't see that one <laughs> maybe maybe that's what i said poppy um, <laughs> that's
3: actually united percussion's 2024 show the poisoned puppy Really, <laughs>
4: no, uh, the poisoned no. puppy, and I'm like, really, yeah, <laughs> dummy. Anyway, so the, I think the floor is interesting. The flowers everywhere, but the kids, the kids are so so good, and the music is also a little different. I don't know if you can, um, you can hear. I'm not going to try to name the instrument, but I I just think it's a it's a very nice con- between concept between very easy to consume visually program with Mm -hmm. a music that has deeper levels and kind of more on the, I don't want to sound the weird side, but it's coming out of me. It's a good thing. It's it's like (laughs) an interesting uh, soundtrack. So, yeah.
0: Trish, what do you want to pick next?
1: Um, I'm going to stay with, um, as Cynthia just mentioned, a concept that's really easy to grasp, just really, um, uh Tampa Independent World Class. Um, it was my first year back to WGI since COVID. I last was there in 2019. And it was my first time back. And I, I had never mm. seen them before. And I really enjoyed this show. I mean, just, you know, a relatively new, you know, World Guard and just really pleasant to watch. Just really nice performers. Just Simple concept about photographs and the color, you know, the transition from the colors.
4: Colors. And yeah, it was really nice. I don't know if everyone knows this, but the soloist, the flag soloist, the blonde girl. I think she broke her foot or like twisted oh, yeah. her ankle oh. in her first solo, the beginning solo, and she, the soloist i think it's done in the end in color like it's like she she comes back so there's no way she can she she, i i mean if she would have stopped it would have been a missing piece of the show so shout out to members pushing their
0: bodies all the way to the end yeah eh? yeah wow (laughs) oh my gosh that's insane well Mm. our members need to push their bodies all the way to the end Mm. so let's get back out on the field and uh Stay tuned, though, because when we get back to our water break, we're going to wrap up our top 50. See you in a minute.
1: Hey, this is Christine Reem
5: and Chris Green.
1: Guard Closet was founded as a consignment business in 2000. Since then, it has grown to include winter guard, band, percussion, and other genres.
3: We can help you with custom flag and costuming designs.
1: Our consignment inventory has plenty of great looks for your color guard, drum line, and marching band.
3: Pay it forward. When you purchase consignment, you help other programs. Last year, we sold over 400 sets of consignments and returned over $125,000 in payments to our consigners for their sales.
1: Additionally, Guard Closet offers custom and pre-designed costumes, flags, floors and formal wear,
5: full or partial show writing, educational programming and other services.
3: Max out your rehearsal time and set up a microsite for easy student ordering for
5: shoes, gloves, and other equipment.
1: The Guard Closet team is here to help you get everything you want and need for your season. Check us out at GuardCloset.com
5: and follow us on social media.
0: All right, guys, grab your water bottles and take a seat. It's time to wrap it up. I'm going to take it over to our social media for just a second. We've got some uh, picks from our listeners here. And I want to start off with Adam Howard 7, Uh He wanted to talk about Bentonville High School this year. They did the Sunflower Show. I don't have any clips of it. I Something about being in the Missouri-Arkansas area, I don't know. We just don't film things here, Uh, (laughs) but we uh, it's a really great show. And I just have to say, like, shout out to that program, because that's another one of those programs I've been watching for a really long time. They have come a long way. There's been highs and lows and like their whole story of how their program has come to be the, the, the powerhouse, basically, that it is, has been just an interesting one, because it's not just like this consistent, you know, we always hear about the ones that are like this consistent rise. Like you keep on, you know, you just keep on getting better and better and better every year. It's like, well, you get better. And then you like, you like, you know, you lose some ground a little bit and then you get better again. And then you lose a little bit of ground and like, overall you keep getting better. So I love, 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 love a story like that. That's just so real and real and raw and authentic. So love that about them. And then Um, another one is from dj the funny man suggested marcus high school above the noise and we do have a clip of that one this one i haven't seen i love the title i like
3: these uniforms
0: yeah Yeah, me too they pop on the field that nice gray and white
3: yeah and they got little crowns essentially for the audience listening at home This is a very full sound.
4: Mm-hmm.
3: Reminiscent of drum corps.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: That is That's a big, pretty big nice.
3: Call. Yeah, the funny man did
0: not lie. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you so much to our listeners out there. You guys are what keep this show rolling, I gotta tell you. Thank you so much for sending those in. Uh, okay, who wants to go next?
3: How about me? I've got <laughs> one queued up. That's fine. Uh... Uh, not biased. The uh, shameless self plug. United Percussion, twenty twenty three. They did the powers that be, and the reason that I think it's fine and unbiased to bring it up is this drumline beat many of your favorite drumlines, and well, this percussion unit because it's really the front ensemble did a did a number, as you'll hear in this chunk.
4: I like the props. Oh.
3: Yeah. Oh, they get sciencey, baby. That's what we got at United. Just lights, space, classic United stuff. Um, wow! Yeah, we can we can call it there. This uh, United nowadays, but you know, for the last several years, but especially now, just plays really hard music um, and plays it pretty pretty clean too. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're gonna be real honest. Uh, Plays a lot of stuff cleaner than many top five groups do, Um, which is why I think the music sheets got a little funky, got a little interesting uh, this last winter. Anyone who's been uh, really deep and nerdy into the percussion stuff like I am would know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, United, great, great group. I'm so excited to see what we get up to this winter, but I still know nothing, so don't ask me.
4: And we need to know that Stephen is really excited and loves what he's talking about when he calls me baby. Anyway. <laughs>
3: okay. All right. It was the gen, general baby in the sky.
4: No, the no, no. real I mean, baby. We're too far. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to be the awkward. Uh, um, yeah, we can talk about uh, fusion the beat and blessed sacrament, the what is it, the riff, the uh, the riff, the something like that. The to three two groups that I mean fusion is a fairly young uh world class that made finals for the first time last season and then this season came that, well past season, two seasons, oh my god, with the years. And uh in the weeping fourth place just woke up the audience it was a really really fun show to watch you need to see and look and watch the show but it just brought life into the arena Trish you were there maybe you can talk about this because it's it's it felt like there was a lot of great I mean world-class shows but when they showed up then it get everyone alive right oh
1: absolutely definitely I mean, just the excitement of the fact that you know both of those teams. You know, you mentioned SAC as well. Plays so high mm. this year. I mean, I think that. I mean, I'm. I mean, I'm right in kind of like the North Jersey Fusion home base area. Yeah. We, uh, my independent team, went to their pasta dinner show after uh, after the season, and um, just the whole buzz and the whole excitement of you know. Just a few short years ago, they started out in open class and here they are fourth in world class. Mm. It's just, you know, it's really incredible. The whole, you know, my kids get excited about them and, yeah. you know, it's and hey, I, cool.
4: I, it's not the first time that I'm saying this, but this group, we all say we're family. We all say we're nice people and stuff. But fusion, I know how they cultivate this, this culture, but they are just legit, nice caring, like they, it's a just good call guard to be around, not mm-hmm. just performance. So it's well deserved when on top yeah. of it, they can work together and create that type of program. And I cannot wait to see what's happening this year. And then blessed sacrament. And I almost feel like I'm not, uh, what's the right word? Like I'm not, um, I'm not good enough to talk about blessed sacrament. It's <laughs> such a it's just a, such a history, right? It, they've been there forever. They have great people on, on I was going to say on top of them, that's not the right word, um, leading them and a great staff that have been working with them for a while. So for them to go and get second place, I know um, I'm going to call him at loud, but Fred Marie, he's one of a, one of my I, I don't know if I don't know if I'm allowed to call him a friend, but I'd like for him to be my friend. Um, I know the staff was really, really and the members really excited to go all that far um, well deserved. And I think it was a show that deserved to be seen in the UD arena. A lot of things made sense when it was done right. Excellent because the members showed up at finals they were there and um and the program just came together in that huge space which is not something easy to do like we don't rehearse in an arena no one really does right so so yeah so those two groups we have programs up here i don't know how you call it he's east north west northeast northeast okay cool uh another of my forte geography but um but, I mean, we've had groups that were in top five in the 90s forever, and it's just good to see those back, I you know, that vibe back up there. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, Blessed Sac, uh had a great show. If you are a big Blessed Sack fan, you should dig back through our uh, back catalog of episodes because I had an interview with Amber Paget, who mm. uh, I believe oh, she was a captain. she's so great.
4: She's great. Yeah, she's, like, mm-hmm. she was a captain, yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, Blessed Sack and Boston Crusaders. So she is obviously incredibly talented um, and we have a cool interview about that show this year so Mm -hmm. you should go check it out
0: I am going to throw another one of our hosts uh, picks in here Alicia she was actually supposed to be here but she didn't make it so she's probably
3: at Duncan getting coffee for us
0: you know that's my hope I hope she's getting some or something her pick is Gates Billy
1: Mm-hmm. Gates Chai-Lai.
0: Oh, see? I don't even know these things. <laughs> I did see this show uh, on Flo, I guess, though, mm-hmm. and it just... Oh my gosh, I love Dolly Parton so much. <laughs> this is so perfect. No, and
4: they had really, really, really interesting... They had those taboulehs. Yes.
0: Yeah, you never even see that flyover coming, and, and then these flags just are like, they're just there, out of nowhere, in your face.
4: Yeah, the kids are intra- incredibly talented, and they had those little, I don't know if you call it in English, the tabouret, the, th- the little thing you sit on, the, you didn't see, no one, no one's with me. The bench, <laughs> the little benches. Bench. The- no thank you. Maybe that's Everyone thing. is going to be like, look at this Canadian. She doesn't know French. <laughs> oh, maybe, maybe. What was what tabouret. did you call it first? Tabouret.
3: We don't have those
4: here. You do. It's just <laughs> 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 they're just those more expensive of of when you say tabouret, right? <laughs> but uh, anyway, they played with the flag work and they 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 use them like in a different way than just moving the little bench and sitting on it and stuff so it was interesting also choreography wise i was just disappointed they didn't have an a nail feature because if people know dolly parton she played uh like her nails when it was an instrument but anyways they're, they're they're they was really cool and the crowd the crowd loved it from like january all the way to april
1: Fun fact, mean, and fun, fun fact here, Cynthia and I marched with their director, Michael Heaney, in The Brigadiers in 2004. Wow,
4: I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Well, I know I marched with him, but I didn't know he was a director. <laughs>
1: oh.
0: uh, that's awesome. Well, Trish, why don't you give us your next pick? Stool. Okay.
4: Stool. I'm hearing Jeremy sing stool. A tabouret is a stool. It's not a bench. <laughs> Banana. Got it. Thank okay. You. Sticking, Sorry,
1: sti- no, it's fine. Sticking, <laughs> sticking in Jersey. Um, my pick is Somerville High School. We, oui. um, they did not. A, a lot of people know Somerville High School from going to WGI in previous years. They did not go to WGI this past year, um, but they just did a fun country western show called. It was called the show because one of the tunes was actually called the show. The uh, last piece was Desperado. You could not drag my kids out of the gym when this show was on. If I didn't schedule their times around Somerville, <laughs> as a matter of fact, this particular video is from Hillsborough High School. And if you zoom in, you can probably see my kids in the back. Um, they, there was just so much fun to watch so much fun i hope they go to wgi this year if they'd have gone with this show they probably would have went really far um it was just a real good crowd pleasing and some and some of those kids are just so talented that it was just in fact there was one show where um we were walking in we were coming on and i looked up on this on the side bleachers and i saw all those cowboy hats up there and i said Oh my god, they're gonna freak they're gonna freak out. We're gonna have a bad <laughs> show now. We're gonna have a bad show because they're gonna be they're gonna be focusing on Somerville in the stands. And when we got off the floor, they were like, No, we wanted them to see how good we were. Yeah. So, like, that was all good. But I I mean, the kids just loved that show. I mean, it was just all high energy. Um, and it was just a lot of fun. And again,
4: I hope they do return to WGI this year because they'll make a splash for sure. I like that you're using a show that didn't go to WGI. Cause if you guys love, like, if you want to be geek as we are, <laughs> if you like a program and they didn't go to WGI, go look at them. Cause that's a lot of time, a great way to see how programs build from year yeah. to year. It's probably true for Drumline Stephen and horn lines and, and indoors because it's it's just a good year to yes raise money but uh, St Anne's this this winter had an amazing program then yes. go to WGI so everyone's hyped to see
6: them
0: um, yeah why didn't we get Jeremy involved here
6: <clears throat> oh geez. you should make uh, a pit well so I actually because I have learned something this year sort of uh, really intensely the and I learned it last year, but I've really like jumped into really owning it this year is the college band situation in the world is just something that I don't know that everybody fully, fully appreciates, but this is Widener university. Um, I'm hoping it's playing. Um, but so Widener university, um, is one of those places It's a small little school in the suburbs of Pennsylvania. If you could hear, the show is Kings and Queens. So we have to take a lot of music that's current. We have to hit a lot of audiences when you're in college band. And this band just has world-class designers, DCI levels designers, designing for this tiny little marching band. And this is at like a little high school show. And you just like to have to have a to have a world class level team designed for a small little college band. You're getting like just these incredible like um, soundscapes. And I mean, I will say and and Stephen will freak out like Colin <laughs> McNutt writes the drum book for Wider University. Like, yeah, I actually didn't know that. That's pretty insane. That's,
2: like,
6: <laughs> that's actually so extra and over the top, I love it. <laughs> like, I know. So, like, you know, for, for, for me to, like, be able to, like, work with these people and get all this stuff, we're able to create this, like, college marching band experience that's just, like, beyond any, like, any expectation that anybody would have. So, shout out to Weiner University and any of, like, the college bands that are out there, like, way to go.
3: Cool. I'll hop in on this one. We were just talking about local programs that uh, inspired me to switch up on the spot, bringing mm. you something from Tournament Indoor Association, a uh, South Jersey group that actually won uh, essentially our regional division out here in uh, in Jersey. Uh, this quad line. Here, I think we ended up popping in in the middle of the feature and we don't got to run it back. I'll just describe it, though. This quad line was ungodly clean for just some random school in South Jersey. Like, they were insane. They sounded like fully grown adults. They hit the drums like... Uh, like they were angry, like the drums had done something wrong or said something unsavory (laughs) about their mother. Um, it was, uh, it was cool. They won. I think it was probably on the backs of that quad line, although the show was great and all the other students were excellent too. Um, but yeah, shout outs to Appaquinamon High School for winning our local circuit. Um, now we'll shout out the group that won the national circuit because they drum differently. Um, talking about Chino Hills High School, who mm. uh, also did a show this year involving horns, much like uh, I believe Tarpon Springs did mm-hmm. for Color Guard. Um, so big year for horn involvement in a non winds activity. But um, it's insane to me, just the quality of a musical performer that they have at Chino Hills High School.
4: And then all another all over great program because they have always a good color guard and I guess a good marching band. If you... Oh, yeah.
3: Yeah. They're mm. great over there. And I think it's because they started them young. My understanding mm. is that uh, they have world class educators like Jeremy's talking about um, yeah. from like elementary school because they teach uh, vertically through the district, not just at the high school. They'll teach like percussion uh, lessons from when you start picking up a drum in elementary school up. And I believe they're probably always focused on building their marching ensemble at the high school. So Mm. I bet that that groundwork is laid at the elementary level. So Mm. just like doing it different out there, a true testament to years of building at multiple different levels.
0: Um, So we just finished number 47. Wow. and, And that means we have three left. I I want to say let's let's just go from here. We've got three other people on and uh Cynthia, why don't you tell us what number 48 should be?
4: I think I'm going to go with all the groups that we didn't talk about. All the groups, all the feeder groups that make those wild the the DCI finalists. Who they are because they started in their backyard. They started in a group that goes on at probably nine in the morning at uh, prelims at DCI or that don't even go all the way to DCI to the parents that raise the money and cook a chicken in their in their kitchen so the kids can be fed in <laughs> those little <laughs> drum cores in our backyards. Those groups are so 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 important. And I think the journey the journey, Poppy, poppy the journey mm-hmm. itself is is so so important to notice and to recognize and to clap for. I think it's something that we've seen the two past years. We praise for efforts and not just for excellence and that's something that I think needs to be noticed. So so yeah, shout out to all all the directors that are pulling out feeder groups and and need to be recognized and the kids that are starting at 13, 14 and then go on to those great, amazing, world-class
0: programs. Stephen, what do you think for number 49?
3: I'm going to keep with this idea here and shout out every group that competed at the Nutter Center or every group Mm. that competed in the University of uh, Miami. Um, There are so many groups that go to WGI that you could not physically watch them all, even if you wanted to, even Mm. if you took off from work and you did nothing. You didn't go to the bathroom or eat food. You still couldn't you would not be able to watch every group because there are so many schools and drum lines, color guards, wind ensembles, percussion ensembles. Uh, WGI is a lot deeper than just your favorite drum line from the top 12. Um, so shouts out to every single competing ensemble and all the regional circuits. Um mm-hmm. There's just so much uh, indoor percussion and color guard out there to enjoy.
0: And wins. <laughs> wins. And wins. Wins. Trish, number 50, what do you got?
1: Last one, best one. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, it's it's an all-on buffet of marching band up here in the North Jersey area. Um, last weekend, we had the BOA regional at Rutgers, we, you know, you kind of had the cream of the crop there this Saturday. Um, we have the open US Bands open class nationals, um, at MetLife Stadium. Hopefully, somebody will win because the Jets and the Giants won't be there. Um, and, and the as A-class, an Eagles fan,
3: I agree. <laughs> oh,
1: wow, okay, Shane. Anyway, um, so. Then you have the A-Class Championships in Allentown, Pennsylvania. Everybody loves J. Bernie Crumb. Or you can, so if you want to see the best, you know, the best of the best up here, you're going to go to one of those events. On Sunday, you have what we call the North Jersey Band Festival, which is a whole bunch of bands that don't really compete, just are kind of like football game bands. Mm. You're going to have the Clifton high school marching band doing their big 10 style with their high stepping. You're going to have some bands that we see at football games, our sister high school, Northern Valley Demarest will be there. So you, there's something for everyone. If you want to just go um, see some local bands, get some high stepping done, you're going to go to the North Jersey band festival. The U S band stuff is happening. Um, So there's a lot to see a lot to do. And it's a really exciting weekend
4: and if you're part of any any of those programs and we didn't mention them just let us know like we're geeks we're gonna go watch all the shows let us (laughs) we're gonna talk about them on another episode i'm sure
0: yeah if you link us honestly if you send us a link to your show we're gonna jump on it (laughs) (laughs) this is really what we're all about you know we talk a lot about the big groups and the winners and so on and so on but we're also like about the little guys and we're about education and Mm. like where did we start from and how did we get to this point that we're at and what's the journey look like going on from here so this is why we're not on the field we're on a water break this has been a great season with you guys I really Mm. appreciate you all being here I, I it's been such a fun opportunity to get to talk to everybody that we've talked to and there's just no easy way to sum all of this up
6: well i just want to say thank you all i mean i know not everybody is on but i'm going to say thank you all to everybody like i cannot believe this is and we have like you know christine and i are putting something together and like you know we're working on it and so like hopefully you'll all be like fun and excited about that and and everybody that we have like is just such a contributor to all of this that like shaped it into what this became like in an entire like year I can't even literally believe it's a year that we did it and we like literally did one a week like it's crazy it's crazy it's crazy and like like Jackie and Steven and Christine like there is a chat with the four of us that everybody doesn't even know that is just like blowing up on the regular and like those three answer the call all the time. Like it is just like, I just cannot tell you. It is just amazing. And I think we're all like starting to like really feel and see like what this has done for us as individuals and like as a group and like where this is going. And like, like it's like, it really feels like an accomplishment. Like it really does.
0: Thank you guys for a great rehearsal this week. Thank you to our hosts, Cynthia, Trish, Stephen. And we had to say goodbye earlier to Ashley and Tom, uh, but thank you guys as well for joining us. Go subscribe, write us a review. (laughs) We definitely want to get those reviews in as we're formulating season two and uh get your guys's feedback so we can come back stronger next next season make sure you share this episode with a friend and then follow us on all of our social media at on a water break we will see you at the next rehearsal on a water break
3: go practice